Y'all all right? Yeah. DMV, what's going on? Yeah. Hold on, I did that in Houston. I was like, yo, Houston, what's up? They went crazy. I said, DMV, what's going on? Yeah. All right. Much better, much better. How y'all feeling? Y'all good? Yeah. We learned some stuff so far? Yeah. Good, good, good. So um, how many people have their goals written down? How many people have their goals written down? Good, good. This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. So we did this thing um, on this call the other day where we wrote out our daily goals for September, our weekly goals for September, and our monthly goals. That's what I want you to do for the next 30 seconds. So listen, it's, it's not going to be a whole bunch of entertainment here, okay? I'm just going to give you all some information. Is that all right? Is that all right? Good. So real quick, DJ, let me get like some music for like 30 seconds. I want you to write down some goals, something you can accomplish every single day for the next 30 days, every single week for the next four weeks, and then a big goal for the month. It's going to work. Every day, something you are going to do every single day. Write it down. Every single day. Yeah. I got money way before the deal. Don't write it down if you don't think you do it. I tried. I might pay up bill. Nothing too big. Turn it down a little bit. The daily goals, I don't need them too big though. Like if somebody's writing down, hey, I'm going to sell 10 books a day. You've never sold 10 books a day. You're having a hard time selling one a day. One a day will be fine, right? That's seven books a week at $20 a piece. That's $140 a week. That's $560 a month and extra. Some, it, it don't got to be big. Something you can do every single day. I told myself I drink a gallon of water every day. Now weekly, weekly. Some slightly bigger that should probably build off of the daily. What can we do every single week? Set the goal. Monthly. Here's a crazy thing. I see some people not writing. And they're gonna wonder next month why they didn't accomplish anything because they didn't set out, they didn't set out to do anything. There's some people not writing right now. There's some people not putting it in their in their pad right now. It's very hard to hit a target you can't see. And the problem you haven't been hitting your targets because you don't have one. Good, good. So we got a mic. We got a mic. Are oh, you cut the music? Cut the music. This is gonna be like a workshop. Is that all right? I don't know if y'all came for jokes or to be inspired. This, 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 this right here, this section, y'all gonna do as much as work as I, as much work as I do. Is that all right? Um, what we got for daily? Somebody give me your daily goal. Somebody give me daily. Hands up. Say it again. Say it again. Waking up earlier. Waking up earlier. An hour earlier. What do you? What time you normally wake up? So you're gonna wake up at what time? Five. Well, don't put. I'm gonna wake up earlier. So I'm going to wake up at five o'clock. What's going on, Sean? You right? Give me a daily goal. Somebody talk to me. Prospect five people a day. Prospect five people a day. Good, good. I love it. Who else? Meditate. Say it again. Meditate. Meditate? What does that mean? For, for how long? Well, I just started in 10 minutes. Creeping up to 30. 10 to 30? Mm -hmm. What if you fall a little bit behind, like eight? Is that cool? 
I don't need you to be all right with that, because that means you can wake up, meditate for 30 seconds, and it'll be over. Can we be specific to where it's something every single day? It doesn't need to be 10 to 30. We need to set something specific with a number attached to know if we accomplished it or not. What we got? Three hours of reading. Three hours of reading? How, how much do you read now? About an hour and a half to two. Every single day? For the most part or every single day? Sometimes I skip the weekends. Well, let's do something to say if we can lock down this hour and a half every single day, let's start right there. Every day. Weekly. Give me a weekly goal. Yes, ma'am. Go to the gym three times a week. I love it. I love it. Yes, sir? Continue speaking to the world every week. How do we know if we accomplish that? How do we know if we accomplish that? Like speaking to the world. Every time you go outside, you speak to somebody in the world, right? If you do an Instagram video on Monday, you spoke to the world pretty much. World's on Facebook, right? So did you accomplish the goal? Yes. But what I meant by that was I meant speaking and changing lives. You want to speak and change lives. How do you know if people's lives are changed? I didn't know you did it. By telling my story and impacting lives. So you want to tell your story and impact lives every single day. What if your story doesn't impact lives? I'll make sure it does. How? Because I'll ask you how, 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 what is going on in your life. You're going to ask the and whole I'll, world or who are you I'll talking ask to the whole specific? world. Are you going to ask me? The whole world. You're going to ask the whole world. How do you ask the whole world? By coming up specific people. What is wrong with your life? What is stopping you from reaching your goal? And I'm going to tell them why that's not stopping them. Sounds cute. That's what everybody does here, though. Are y'all getting this? So we say stuff like, yo, I'm going to inspire the world every day. Okay, well, how do we know if what we're doing is working? I would rather say, yo, I'm gonna inspire, I'm gonna make a post on Instagram every single day speaking to the world. So now we know we're consistent and we can say, yo, I've been inspiring the world every single day for the last two years. I'm sure eat it and say, yo, I'm gonna do videos on YouTube. And see, like, all right, cool, we're going to do videos on YouTube. When are we going to do them? We're just going to do them on YouTube. They said every what? Monday. Every Monday. And I'm sure one of the goals were to inspire the world, but they said they're going to inspire the world through doing a video every So if they skip a Monday, did they hit their goal? I'm asking you to be specific. Can I, can I get that, the, the very first, the one with me on it? This is what I want you to do real quick. Um, the very first, the very first, like the intro one. Carl's is embarrassing. <laughs> I'll just wait. Okay, fine. Okay, all right, that's cool. Hey, look, y'all see that Instagram? I need y'all to follow me on Instagram. Okay? Y'all gonna follow me? Like right now, like right now. Listen, it's okay, it's okay. No, I'm not following back. I don't know. Will that determine whether you follow me or not? What happens if somebody says, yo, I'm gonna follow ET, but if he don't follow back, I'm unfollowing him. It don't hurt E, it hurts who? I need y'all to follow me. Y'all see this again. Don't worry. I'm going somewhere. First slide. First slide. Um, put my boy up there real quick. Put my boy up there real quick. Y'all okay so far? Y'all see my fat friend? You see the even fatter guy on the left? That's my guy, Bobby. Okay? Bobby, you here? Is Bobby here? Bobby, stand up. Give Bobby a round of applause. What's up? It's okay, I can talk to Bobby like this, okay? So you guys have a goal on your, uh, on your paper, right? What happens if you miss the goal? 
What happened? There's no consequences? Watch this, watch this. Me and Bobby made a bet. He said he's going to lose, this was July, right? It was July. He said he's going to lose 50 pounds by October 31st. So what happens if he loses the bet? You got to find out what the bet is, right? We put 500 on it. Here's the crazy part. He said, he texted me like, yo, you want to make a bet? I said, sure. He said, yo, I bet you I'll lose 35 pounds um, by October 14th or something like that. I bet you 250. I said, make it even 500 and we good. He said, bet, well, let's make it 50 pounds by October 31st. If he doesn't achieve the goal, he loses something. The reason you are not going to accomplish this goal because you ain't got nothing to lose. This is what I'm asking you to do. I want you to go home, find somebody that you can work out with and say, listen, this is our bet. If you lose it, you got something to lose. If you don't accomplish it, you just don't, a lot of you just, you just don't accomplish it. So what? Then you'll do it again next year. It's the people that say, listen, 2017 is going to be my year. I'm going to make $100,000 this year. And by July, you have it. Listen, you lost the feeling by February because you ain't losing nothing. So this is what I want you to do. One, I want you to find somebody to bet with. You got to lose something. Put something on the line. The second thing is these goals that you wrote down, I need you to put them on Facebook. Right now. Right now. I know y'all ain't got no service, okay? Just do it. It'll be a draft in there. Okay? How many people committed to put your goals on Facebook? Hands down. Let me see. How many people not committed to do that? Here's something you might not know about me. There is not a goal that I have that somebody else doesn't know about. I make all my goals public. That's why I'm drinking, that's why I bring it, bring it on stage so everybody knows, listen, my goal is to drink a gallon of water every single day and you have the right to G-check me. Did I do it or not? And one of the driving factors behind me drinking this gallon of water is because I told everybody I was going to do it. Me and Bobby made our bet real public and now I got to ask him something because I remember we had a text message going on. Um, Bobby, you remember you told me and I quote, um, my goal is to be at 280 by stay ready. Where are we at? 296. Why? Stand up, because everybody needs to see this. You told, you told me that your goal is to be 280. You want to see the text? I, I didn't make this up, okay? He said, my goal is 280 by stay ready. That's 24.2 pounds in a month. What happened? How many people got that excuse? Yes, sir. Goodness gracious. What else? Anything else happen? I just didn't put as much effort as I should have. You know what the problem is, Bobby? I think you make too much money, and 500 is not a lot of money to lose. <laughs> that might be the problem. I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is embarrassing. You're turning red a little bit. You okay? The only reason I'm doing this to Bobby, okay, because obviously, like, I really, this is a win-win situation for me, okay? If he doesn't lose the weight, I make $500. If he does lose the weight because I'm a coach, I get to say, yo, I helped him lose 50 pounds in three months. You'll probably hire me to be a coach. <laughs> win-win situation. I'm okay with it. I but I, I wouldn't mind. Say it again. I get a cut. Oh, you get no cut at all. <laughs> so do we know how much weight we need to lose by October 31st every day or every week? Okay. To lose 30 pounds, 
You gotta turn up the heat now, right? Only reason I did this is because I really want him to, because he's the, he's the driving factor. He said, um, he said, I lost X amount of pounds this week. And I said, well, good job. You're still far away, fat boy. What did he, what did he do with that, with that text message? He got it on his face. Look, oh, oh, this is what I said. He reminded me. It says, I'm taking a vacation with your money, fat boy. <laughs> and he taped it on his phone. I promise you, this is not, <laughs> this is not planned. Thank you so much, Bobby. I appreciate it. And hopefully, uh, Watch Bobby's journey. All right, look. I'm running out of time because that was way too long. Let's go to work. All right, so um, I'll go to my first slide. So um, how many millennials do we have here? How many millennials? You know what a millennial is? No? Okay. That's fine. A millennial, also known as Generation Y, those born between the early 1980s to early 2000s, currently the largest living generation surpassing the baby boomers. Do you know when the baby boomers were coming up, they did workshops on teaching people how to attract the baby boomers because it's the largest spending generation. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you need to know who you're targeting. And a lot of you are targeting millennials. So let's dig into it. Next slide. Did you know millennials will be, on the left side, Millennial will be the largest generation in the workforce by 2015. 53% of hiring managers say it's difficult to find and retain millennials. Why is that, y'all think? Entitlement? We're going to find out in a second. 58% of millennials expect to leave their job in three years or less. That's different, right? Remember when the plan was to work 40 years? What happened? We are dealing with a different person. So the products you can sell to baby boomers, you probably can't sell to millennials, right? But it's important to know this. Would you agree? It's important to know as much as you can about your target market. How many people are marketing to people between 17 and 35? Hands up. Hands down, real quick. How many people are between 17 and 35 right now? It's a huge market. Good. 55% of hiring managers prioritize hard skills over personality when hiring. People that are hiring, people are looking for people who can grind. Next slide, next slide. We're gonna get this gallon done, I promise you. All right, so look. This is the, uh, which generation, generation is more likely to have each trait? Listen, it says 80%, 80% of millennials out of 100 people, 80% um, are more likely to be narcissistic than um, than Generation X, like the baby boomers, right? The, 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 um, the group before that. We are now 80% more likely to be narcissistic. Y'all know what narcissistic means? You know what narcissistic means? Yeah. Tell the truth, no? Yeah, me neither, I didn't. I looked it up when I found the stat. Narcissistic means everything is about me. Me, 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 me. We're more narcissistic. Selfie. <laughs> Who made that word up? Millennials. It's all about self. Like, yo, we, can, we made up Instagram, Snapchat, so we can put our lives on display. It makes sense, don't it? So if you're approaching a millennial, you can't talk about the benefits of your product and how you want to sell your brand. Yo, it's so crazy. People come up to me and say, hey, this is my brand. This is what I want to do. I don't care what you do. I'm a, I'm a millennial. Like, how does your brand help me? This is important to know, especially if you're building a team, you can't talk to them the same way. So my videographer, Brandon, um, he's not here right now, but... Um, he came to my kiosk to meet me. He said, I, I love your videos, been watching it. He said, hey, I just want to help out. He said, I just want to help out, man. I love what you're doing. I said, cool. So I told him the vision. He said, what is your vision? I told him what the, what the vision is, how I'm trying to grow. But I did not fail to ask him what? What's your vision? 
because I need to figure out a way to match your vision into my vision so we can grow together. People ain't following you because you cool. You trying to build a brand around you. And I promise you, if you find some people and find out what they want and tell them what you want, you can match that. So when I'm talking to him, because he wants to shoot movies, we are going to shoot movies about this Sleep is for Suckers lifestyle. Because I understand millennials are what? Narcissistic. Y'all forgot the word. Next, what's, what's the next one? Um, they're 72% more likely um, to be open to change. We're okay changing. 40 years, remember, we ain't want that change. Like, the, like the, the, we work every single day for 40 years, retire with a pension, we didn't want to change. This makes, makes sense, don't it? We're 66% more creative. This is interesting to know. How many people want to build a team? Well, it can't be all about your own ideas. Because people need a, especially if you're dealing with millennials, they need a way to get their creativity out there because they're 66% more likely to be creative. If you don't know who you're talking to, if you don't know, listen, that's why, so y'all see the, um, the, the, the Walk By Faith shirt? E, can you stand up real quick? E, E, can you stand up real quick? You see, you see that shirt? What do you think I would name that shirt? Say it again. Faith, blind faith. We got anything else? Walk by faith, not by sight. Here's the cool thing. I know because millennials are creative, I don't want to put the name of the shirt on the shirt. I want to leave you to be creative and figure out how that applies to you. Does it make sense? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Give me a round of applause just because. You just dope. <laughs> and it wasn't a ploy to sell more shirts, too. It was just a part of my example. It came in my head. 60% um, more adaptable, okay? They're, they can adapt to an environment. Next slide, next slide. Y'all learning something so far? Yeah. Okay. Um, we're 55% more entrepreneurial and 27% more likely to be a team player. Why? Because we're what? What's our vocabulary word? Narcissistic. It makes sense, don't it? You don't necessarily want to play with a team. Here's a cool thing, which means you need to start studying leadership because if you are going to work with, with, with millennials, you have to understand they're less likely to be a team player, so that means you have to work harder to become a leader. Make sense? Good. I love y'all. Um, next slide. Next slide. They're 50%, um, almost 50% of millennials would be more willing to make a purchase from a company if the company supports a cause. You're probably missing a whole lot of sales because your company doesn't support a cause. Do y'all know it's not a million things you need to do to make your, your, your business blow? It's like, it's like a half a dozen things. That if you can work on these half a dozen things, you can be successful. Some people feel like their speaking career isn't going to the next level because people aren't feeling their, uh, uh, their message. They need to switch it up. They need to wear a hat like E. They need to do more videos, where sometimes you just need a mic. Yo, so one of the first videos I sent e, um, CJ, he was like, yo, it sounds like you're in a hallway. You need a microphone. He said, yo, the only difference between all the stuff we did before that when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe the video, the only difference was we had a mic. It's crazy, ain't it? It's these, it's these, small, it's these small adjustments. It's these, sometimes it's just the mic. Now, so this might, be, this might be your microphone. This might be your adjustment. All you have to do is say 10% is going to a charity, and you'll make more sales. Why? Put that back up for me, Carl. Uh, the, the one, oh, the, yeah. 
50% of millennials are more willing to make a purchase from a company if the company supports a cause. The problem is your company doesn't support a cause, so that's why people are not buying. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, 
you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. This making sense? All you have to do is attach it to something. This is good. Next slide. 37% of millennials say they're willing to purchase a product or service to support a cause they believe in. Somebody read that last line with me. They're willing to pay more money if it's something that they believe in. Ain't that crazy? So listen, write this down. Um, find your target market and be as specific as possible and find out what they believe in. Next slide. This will be more of a workshop, guys. The main reason a millennial will leave a company is because they feel they're not receiving any personal growth. Now, 10 years ago, how many people was on Facebook 10 years ago? Was there a whole lot of motivational uh, posts on Facebook 10 years ago? No. But today you go down your timeline, it's everybody trying to inspire everybody, right? Because the main reason a millennial will leave a company is because they feel they're not receiving personal growth, and you're not growing from the company. So if you are working with millennials, you got to make sure they grow. In fact, only 28.9% say that they're engaged at work at all. So if you find somebody with a job and you have a business that you want to build, if you figure out a way to let their creativity flourish through your company, they'll rock with you. This makes sense so far? Good. Next slide. Next slide. All right, so look, um, that's my Instagram, sleep is for suckers. I'm not done. I'm just trying to get y'all to follow me. You know why? Because I know like 90% of millennials are on Instagram. Can y'all follow me? I'm serious. Stop looking at me. Go to your phone. Write it down. Good. Y'all got it? Y'all got a picture? Y'all want to take a picture? Okay, good. My follower count is going up, Janae. I'm telling you. Next slide. Now, we have to, we have to one, we got to dispel some myths about success, okay? See on the left, it says, it's not what you know, but who you know. Some people think that they don't have to know anybody, but if they have the right connections, they can be successful. What I'm telling you is you have to grow from the inside out because a lot of you are going to get that shot. You might have a cousin in the industry. Somebody will put you in position, but the person they put you in position in front of don't care that you're their cousin. You have to continue to grow. I was chewing, who was that? Uh, Kiana. I was chewing Kiana out. She does a, um, one of my clients, she does a social media management. And I said, tell me something I don't know about social media because this is what she does. And she said, well, you know a lot already. I don't really know my, I don't know what you don't know. I said, well, that's the problem. Yo, I could probably put you in front of some people, but if you can't, if you can't teach me something, and I, I don't do this every day. Like, this is what you do every single day. This is what you say you want to be successful in. You need to figure out a way to start telling people stuff that they don't know about social media, so you have to grow from the inside out. Your connections aren't going to make it alone. Hard work pays off. Yeah, right. Not alone. So what if, what if you were selling um, eight-track tapes, and you was willing to grind, and you wanted success as bad as you want to breathe? <laughs> selling eight-tracks. I don't care how hard you work. You're missing it. You're missing it. I'm asking you guys to be more creative. Start thinking outside the box. Eliminate the box. OK, it's not hard work alone. One thing E told me, he said, um, 
CJ don't do much work like that. Not physically, he said, yo, CJ's grind is mental. CJ don't even go nowhere. I, listen, I live in Atlanta. He don't go nowhere. See, do you go anywhere? No, he don't go nowhere. <laughs> but every single time I go to his house, there's papers everywhere, there's notes, he's thinking all the time. Somebody says something, pulls out his pad, and it's, it's going. And the reason that we're all here, me, Inky, and Jeremy are on stage, because that thought process, his grind is so intense. Y'all think that physical work is going to get it, and it's not. So he goes and speaks, he does the, the physical grind, going out there to kill it, CJ is behind it. Like, and that's more labor intensive, I promise you, than working in a factory. Like lifting boxes, my boy, and we, we go through this all the time. I'm like, yo, I work harder than you. He said, no, I lift boxes 12 hours a day. I'm telling you, anybody here got a, a strong mental grind just trying to figure, so, so, it's labor. Like you, you, you will leave, you will leave exhausted. Can you pull that, pull that slide back up, please? Uh, we're going to get this thing done, I'm telling you. So let's find out some, um, some facts about becoming a millionaire. Anybody want to be a millionaire? Say yes like you mean it. Anybody want to be a millionaire? Yeah. Oh, yeah, y'all meant that thing. 2017, do you know there's over 10 million millionaires in the United States? Look, 2015, 2015, there was 300,000 new millionaires. Like brand, brand new, I'm talking about 2014, they weren't millionaires, 300,000 new millionaires. 2016, last year, there was 400,000 brand new, say brand new, brand new, millionaires. You mean to tell me 400,000 people in this country are smarter than you? Yo, somebody just tell me, what, what do you think those 400,000 had that you don't? Work ethic, ah. He said, yo, they got the work ethic, I don't. Re resilience, they got, the work, they got the resilience, I don't. You better start studying these 400,000. Crazy thing is y'all don't know these stats about millionaires, but you say you wanna be one and you don't study one. It's crazy. There's 400, and, and I can imagine it's probably going up in 2017. That's why I told my partner, Janae, I said, yo, next year, we're going to make a million dollars. Listen, I, now that's making a million dollars and being a millionaire is different. However, we got to start these goals somewhere. And next year, I need a million. And I told her, and I told some other people in private, then I told my, my, my core group of, um, of coaching clients, now I gotta tell all y'all, and I'ma keep saying it, because I need y'all to hold me accountable. I wish somebody would say, Dave, what happened to that million? I I'm telling you right now, we're gonna gross a million dollars next year. It is not a pie in the sky. Janae, how many times have we sat down and mapped out, okay, this, this new complex, how we're going to make six to 800,000 just off that alone? on a regular basis. This, this, ain't, this ain't you speak it, speak it, speak it into existence. That's not what I'm on. We're going to work it into existence. We're going to speak it and work it, speak it and work it, speak it so that people see me working. Put a slide back up real quick. The average millionaire is 62. That's important to know. Anybody? Listen, here's the crazy thing. 1% are under 35. How many people here are under 35? Wow, that's deep. So here's the crazy thing, Kansas. Do you know that some people are going to quit not realizing it's not even necessarily in the cards? You ain't really been alive long enough to figure out how to make a million dollars. I'm serious. Like, you've been grinding for a year. You've been grinding for two years talking about, why am I not a millionaire yet? Yo, only 1% are under 35. 
Give it some time. Write this down. Tomorrow's coming. Y'all be acting like tomorrow's not coming. Y'all act like five years from now is not coming. And you don't want to set no goals like for a length of 10 years. Like saying, y'all, I, I got a 10-year plan. I'm going to make it in 10 years. Because that's too long. When really, if you'd have set this plan 10 years ago, tomorrow's coming. Next slide. Next slide. Y'all enjoying this so far? Yeah. Good, good. I'm learning a lot. 60% are between 36 and 64. The average millionaire goes bankrupt three times. Maybe that's why you ain't successful yet. You ain't going bankrupt yet. Three times. Here's the crazy thing, if, and I don't have this stat, but I would imagine if the most successful people in your industry, um, they probably failed at something more than three times. I'm just reading the stats. I'm at like eight failures, so I'm like right on track. The average millionaire, right? Average millionaire drives a Ford Cadillac or Lincoln. What you got, the 745? Are you starting for the grand? Okay, all right. 80% are college graduates. Maybe that's why I ain't make a million yet, because I ain't graduate college. Maybe, I don't know. But maybe I'm just a part of that 20. And some people are using the excuse, yo, I gotta go back to school, I gotta, listen, can I go right here real quick? This don't have a whole lot to do with this, but um, write this down, I can be successful. I don't care how big your dream is. I'm talking to Natalie yesterday, we got off the plane, and she said, uh, I said, well, you know, what is your goal? What do you want to do? Like, she's 22, 22, Nat? Yeah, yeah Nat's 22. Um, I said, you know, what's your goal? She said, I want to be a nurse practitioner. And I said, well, why did you decide on that? She said, yeah, I love, I love the nursing industry. I love helping people. You know what I'm saying? That's my goal. I want to, like, progress in my career. Second question was, you know, say, for instance, that you hit the, the, the Powerball for $700 million. Say you hit the lotto for $700 million, right? You put maybe like 10, 20 million in the bank so you never have to worry about money again through the interest, you'll be fine. I'll say, if you, hit the, if you hit the Powerball for 700 million, what would you do? You don't have to worry about money. You ain't got to go to work. You don't, have, you don't have to do anything. She said, yo, I'd probably still be in the industry, but I start, I start practices like in Africa and different countries. My question is, I asked the same question twice, just changed the scenario. I removed money from the situation because she probably doesn't believe she can make $700 million, and then the goals changed. So her goal changed based on whether she had the $700 million or not. And I said, listen to me, Natalie. Has anyone you know done it? Say, yeah, I know somebody has their own practice. I said, listen, all you have to do, start your own practice, small, you can rent out a little suite in your city, just become successful with that, get a bigger suite and hire some other, you know, have other people rent out the space from you, Take another couple of years, build something bigger, make your money, save your money, then figure out, one, write this down, figure out what you need to be successful. Figure out what you need to accomplish your goal. Because I said, well, how much does it cost to do that? She said, I don't know. How are you going to accomplish something and you don't know how to do it? You don't even know what you need. You don't know what the resources are. So we can take this process up and one day, Africa. But it started today with your own little practice. But for some reason, we don't think we're going to be around for 10, 20 years, so we don't even think that big. Yo, we just got to take it step by step. I don't care how big your goal is, I can help you. I was in a school, my man said, yo, I want to have my own movie theater, but I don't have the money. I said, well, why don't you just invite your friends over for a dollar, get, you know, exclusive movies, rent it out. 
Yo, do you know you can start a website with independent filmmakers and just get revenue from that, take that money, and open a little small thing where independent filmmakers come to this studio and pay $5 to see the newest, latest movie that's not even out yet. Like, you get to see the creatives, you invite people over, you take that money, get a slightly larger venue, one day you'll have a what? It's just steps. It's just steps. Young man, how are you going to affect the world? How are you going to change the world? That's the big goal. But you got to take it step by step daily. That's why I went through the daily, weekly, and monthly goals. All right, pull that slide up real quick. Ooh, and this is good. How much time I got? Somebody? See? Okay. 12 minutes. All right, cool. The average millionaire works 59 hours a week. You have absolutely no right to be trying to become a millionaire if you don't work 59 hours a week. I don't want to hear you crying about it. I don't want to hear you complaining about it. I don't want you to say because it's black, because you're black. I don't want to hear you talking about you're a woman. You don't work 59 hours a week. An average millionaire works six days a week. I don't know who sold y'all on that five and two plan, work five days, two off. And it makes sense. God created the world in how many days? He laid out the plan for you. And for some reason, y'all need two days to decompose. Here's the crazy part. Here's the crazy part. You work 40 hours a week for your job. How often do you work on your business? Yeah. Write it down. Write it down. Write it down. Because sometimes if you see it, you'll see the problem. Write it down. How much do I work on my business outside of work? And I'd tell you, you're not going to make a million dollars if you're not working 59 hours at least. Next slide. Next slide. Ooh. What do millennials want? Mm. Products to feed their ego, okay? You can make selfie sticks, teeth whitening, beauty products, expressive clothing. clothing. I'm, I'm just telling you, we're millennials, we're narcissistic, so I'm asking you to create an element that feeds their ego. Okay, sort of like David, you have a brand called Sleep is for Suckers. How does that feed people's ego? Well, actually, I don't make the brand for me. I make the brand for you because I want to give you an opportunity to wear something that identifies you so you go out and tell people what the shirt means. Next slide. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Something that saves time and energy. Okay, that same day delivery, sweet. Oh, my goodness. I don't know how they, I don't know how they did it. Apps, Bluetooth, convenience. I'm trying to go through some. I'm trying to jog your mind, okay? How to attract these millennials. Last slide. Someone to talk to them. This girl said, uh, I said, what's your target market? She said, yo, I'm trying to inspire everybody. Everybody needs inspiration. Well, write this down. If you're not talking to someone, you're not talking to anyone. You can't talk to everybody. There's a particular group, there's a particular group I talk to. Now I can be real deep, but my ultimate goal is to help people go from their job to their dream. I'm not necessarily trying to teach people how to go from a million to 10 million. That ain't my ministry. Besides, besides, I haven't made a million in a year, so how am I gonna teach that? So crazy, E, this guy came to me and said, I'm gonna write a book on how to be a billionaire. I said, are you a billionaire, sir? He said, no. I said, how you know? I said, yo, two things are happening, one, one, <laughs> You're either not eating your own cooking, like you're not applying the stuff that you're about to teach somebody else because you're not a billionaire, or the stuff you're talking about doesn't work. Which one is it? Because if this book was so powerful, you'd be a billionaire. 
I get so many, so many speakers that want to teach people how to be successful financially. You want to inspire people financially. You want to inspire people in all these different things. What I'm asking you to do for my speakers and authors, write down your own successes. Write this down. Write down my own successes and teach on that. Write down your own successes and teach on that. Listen, I know you want to be an inspiration, but if you've been married for 15 years, teach on how to be married for 15 years. Listen, if, if, you are, if, you are in, if you are in college, you need to be teaching, you need to be going to these high schools teaching these kids how to get out of high school. Find out what you did. If you got over depression, you was in a bad space. Stop telling people how to make money if you don't make it. Teach people how to get over depression. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, ET has a very specific market. He went from... And there's very few presentations he's going to say, not say, um, I was a high school dropout and I was homeless. He's trying to paint a picture. <laughs> he's trying to paint a picture that if he can do it, you can do it. Next slide, last slide, I believe. I think it's my last slide. If it's not, I'm going through all of them. This is it. All right, cool. Last thing. Are you sewing or spitting? This is my last slide. This is what happens. We grind, we work, we're planting the seeds. And as soon as we get a fruit, we eat the fruit and start spitting it out. You just eat it, I'm good now. Are you sowing or spitting? Are you, now I'm, I'm talking about these seeds was valuable when you was grinding, you trying to make it happen. As soon as you get a little harvest, you start feeling yourself. Say, I don't really need these seeds. You start talking to people crazy when originally you were trying to cultivate the people around you. The seeds that produce the fruit and that, this, listen, this is why a lot of people are gonna like make it, become successful and fall right back down because they never stay in so mode. They get, they get relaxed and start kicking their feet up, eating the fruit, spitting out the seeds. When 10 years ago those seeds were so valuable because you wanted some fruit, but now that you got it, I'm about, I'm about to get out of here, um, but I think uh, CJ and all his infinite wisdom, I think he has me here for a reason. Um, I haven't accomplished as much as the other speakers. Um, I haven't been speaking as long as the other speakers, but he knows he needed somebody real regular. I used to work at the Cheesecake Factory five years ago. I didn't have, listen, I, I have no investors. I grinded, I figured this thing out. Then I got around some people who were becoming successful, and I figured it out. There's some people who make under 30,000 here, and he needs, to, he needs an example to say, yo, you can go from 30,000 to a couple hundred thousand. Listen, you can go from 30,000 to saying, yo, mapping out, yo, this is exactly how I'm going to make a million dollars in one year. He's saying, yo, you can go from not speaking at all. You can start from a little idea with a t-shirt brand and be speaking with the biggest speaker in the country, in the world. I'm just, I'm, I promise you, I'm just like, yo, I did some of the same foolishness. I had some of the same friends, regular. But this is, this, this, this is to show you. And I don't, have, I don't have no super deep story where I was homeless. I don't have that. We don't have like the poverty story. I'm so regular. I grew up regular. I don't know why y'all think that's funny. 
Like, why y'all think my regularity is funny? So this is what I want you to do, guys. And uh, most people aren't. It doesn't matter. I'm only talking to a few of y'all. But take these notes and, um, and really, like, go over them. Apply them, please. Okay? What are we going to do on Facebook when we get out of here? Say it again. Post your goals. Thank you. Uh, let me get that last slide. Let me get that last slide. Go on and follow me on Instagram. I'm out of here. <laughs>